How are you Raiders family? Berkey here and uh, welcome to my post-match review of the Rabbitohs round 10 game. Apologies for it being a little bit later than usual, Tuesday afternoon. Um, just been a little bit held up with work, but I really wanted to get out my views and feelings and, and, and our takes from what I thought was a stellar performance from our boys Saturday night. Um, look, let's pare it down. Uh, the three sides above us, Roosters, Rabbitohs, Roosters, Storm. We have not beaten any of those guys this year. Combined loss of uh, 12, 6 and 4 points. Um, not the end of the earth by any stretch of the imagination. We've got far more upside than downside. We just probably need now to really consolidate our top four position. Bit of breathing space with a couple of sides lower than us on the ladders, on the ladder. Danger games. I mean, danger games, particularly the Cowboys, which I'll cover on Friday in my preview. Um, but look, I thought our, 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 um, our attention to detail, our attitude was first rate Saturday night. It was a terrific game um, and one that were up to our IT thin right to the very end. And that's all you can ask for with our guys to be there at 80 minutes, thereabouts. A bounce of the ball, we could have won it. Uh, I felt Sam Burgess most definitely should have been Sinbin. The rest never seemed to have the balls to do it with the big name players. Some really good forums this week um, around... Uh, some of these guys being protected, rightly or wrongly, by some of the refs, instead of some of the no-names that usually get simbed in, particularly from, from our neck of the woods, um, in relation to uh, um, things they're doing wrong, and we're suffering the consequences of 10 minutes in the bin. Anyway, I digress. We lost on the night, but as I said, we've got a heap of upside to us in the next three, four weeks coming, which I'm very excited about. So let's get into the top 10 for this week. Um, First of all, our defence. So overall, once again, another brilliant defensive effort. Individuals were outstanding. As Dan and Rob quite um, succinctly put in their fantastic blog, The Sportress, just a couple of loose reads in relation to um, uh, Cody Walker's first try. Uh, if you look back at the replay, Havili was on Cook, and Elliot seemed to panic a little bit when Cook seemed to get on the outside of Havili, and Elliot thought, or Elliot may have panicked a little bit in trying to rush in to help Avili contain Cook. What he didn't do was, cause was unfortunately communicate with Sam. By the time Sam had moved, Walker was in the gap, uh, Cook had hit him, and, and unfortunately Cody had already gone past Sam to make a ball and all tackle. It was too late then to recover being that close to the line. So once again, just a minor communication issue. Uh, we may have been spooked a little bit in thinking that Cook was going to beat Havili, uh, which he may not have. But just that communication. I would prefer that they th that they throw a face ball to the winger and score on the flanks and score in close by. Let's make them force the pass to the sidelines. You just don't know what could happen then. The cover could get them drop ball into touch. So I prefer our defence is cramped enough to push them to, to throw that long ball than to score close to the ruck. Anyway, the second effort in relation to fifth and last play by South Reynolds running it. Once again, Walker... Unfortunately, got in behind Bailey, and Bailey was in the in the in the south line in the end. Um, and as soon as Bailey looked out to his winger, Walker was able to get in behind him. By the time Bailey looked back to Walker, the ball had gone again, and the wing was in the corner. Once again, just communication. Bailey playing with Jared uh, really for the first time because in Bailey's first NRL game, he was on the right edge taking Rapana's place. This week, Bailey was on the left edge taking Kotrick's place. 
So once again, just um, just communication, uh, continuity with combinations, getting the defence right, but that'll come. And as I said, I'd much rather them be scoring on the flanks than close to the rucks. Number three, I've gone for, uh, sorry, number two, I've gone for Young Hudson Young. Once again, this guy I'm really enjoying watching. Um, he's got a bit of an edge about him. His footwork close to the line. He's still with a number of uh, South players on the weekend. He's one-on-one -on -one strips. He just seems like he belongs. Uh, and I think that's a fantastic positive sign for us leading into some you know, fairly origin-heavy uh, stuff coming up. We won't have a lot of origin players, sadly. Uh, but the rotation that Ricky's looking for from his bench players is coming here in space. As Ricky said a few weeks ago, He's now settled on his bench players. Hudson Young's one of them. Corey, Her Corey Horsberg's the next at number three. And once again, he had another fantastic game. Just grunt and grit. Doesn't cop any crap. Uh, just wants to get amongst the big names and really let them know that he's around. And that's the sort of mongrel I want from Young and Horsberg. I want them to be known that you know they're not here just to make friends. I think in the past, players seem to be trying concerned about making sure they don't hurt the opposition too much or asking how the wife is or the girlfriend or the kids, which is nice after the game. But during the game, I want to see these guys with a bit of mongrel, and we saw that from these two young guys on the weekend. So we need to keep it up. Number four, I've gone for Nick Kotrick. Stellar game. I'll eat humble pie again. As you quite rightly hear me say, I don't like to weaken a strength to strength and a weakness. Personally, I probably still would have had a straight swap with Oldfield, but Nick's game the other night was brilliant. Uh, I was quite surprised we didn't have the vision or the fortitude, possibly, to run more plays with Nick. Nick was up against Ethan Lowe, who's nothing more than a solid second rower for the Cowboys and South. I don't think he's ever played a game of NRL centre in his life, but we didn't seem to hit Nick enough until sometime in the second half. We should have really been able to isolate Nick on Ethan Lowe, with some plays to the middle to hold the defence up and then come back sweeping with either Jack or CNK. So we just got to look at that again this week. Nick's probably going to be up against a more experienced centre like a Justin O'Neill this week, so his work's going to be a little bit cut out. Uh, but I thought we could have been a little bit more um, spread with our and our choices in attack by hitting Nick Kotrick more than the left side with Jack and Jared a, a lot of the time. But once again, just a work in progress. Nick was awesome. It just adds another feather to his bow with BJ out. And just basically it's a seamless transition. I don't see why Ricky would move Nick back to the left wing unless BJ comes back. We just have to wait and see. Number five, I've gone for Josh Papali. Simply outstanding. Uh, once again, a post basically had us in for a win and stopped us in our tracks. One of those things you can't do much about. But the way Josh just takes on the Burgess brothers um, are... are uh, to Tolly for South, big men, but he just gets those post-contact post minutes to give us the role for the next set of Ryan Sutton uh, or Elliot or whoever. Um, Papali's, once again, he's, I reckon he's gone to another level this year from last year just for the way of his fitness and his intensity in and around those plays of getting us on the front foot. So an awesome game for Papa. Number six is intensity. You can really notice this year our rise in intensity when we're challenged. And that is nothing more than a mental attitude and ability and the want to be in the contest. Um, intensity you can't coach. It's got to come from the heart. And we're right there in this contest with spades in this competition with the way that we are, the, with the intensity we have at the contest, particularly in defence. We want to hurt people. 
And that's where intensity starts with your defence. So I think 10 rounds in, that is here to stay. But once again, it comes from attitude. So we need someone or somebody or individuals as a team to really make sure that intensity is there from the first minute, week in and week out. If we can bring that to our game each week, then we're going to have more wins and losses between now and semis. This number seven, I've gone the grind. We got into the grind again Saturday night beautifully. Up and back, up and back, kicking for field position. Jack uh, was a bit rusty on a couple of his kicks. They had seven set re repeats. Sam the same. But they, we didn't miss them by much. Uh, so we've really now developed once again that mental attitude for the grind where that middle 40 minutes, 20 minutes before half time, 20 minutes after half time, we've got to stay in that arm wrestle knowing that the final 20 minutes of that second half is where we can really explode with our attack. Uh, but this is a really positive sign, guys, that we've got that mental aptitude to not panic, to stick to our system and our game plan and our process to, grant, to basically grind out a win. And that's what the grind is, to wear your opposition down in those little one percenters that make a massive difference at that 78, 79, 80 minute mark. Number eight, I've gone for CNK this week. I thought once again, brilliant game under the high ball, a night game, which we haven't had for a couple of weeks, so he adjusted beautifully. Uh, I just love to see him now really start. If Nick Kotrick's in right centre, I'd really love to see CNK now getting around Nick. I think that would cause opposition defences heart palpitations by having Elliot, Nick, and CNK floating around the back. I think that'll cause a lot of distress to left edge defenders of opposition teams if CNK can now start to drift out. I think his round the ruck play is brilliant and gets us onto that front foot really well. But I think once he does that first or second play, he's just got to then position himself on those edges for a second phase play, similar to the way Nick set up um, Elliot on the weekend for Sam Williams' try. I'd love to see CNK on the outside of Nick Kotrick in that type of involvement so he can either go out or go in. Um, so I think that's really critical that CNK can now get to our edges a little bit and give us some more options there. But a, a stellar game from Shanice Nickel Clockstat. Number nine, I've gone for Croker. Once again, just some bad luck <clears throat> with that read at the end. Probably nine times out of ten, he may have slid a little bit early. He didn't seem to slide like he usually does. Uh, maybe it wasn't wet or dewy, but that's something he has usually done in the past where he gets close and slides in. He tried to go over the line, may have been a bit upright, the hand come in, ifs, buts and maybes. If my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. That's the way it is sometimes, but it's got to accept it and move on, which Jared has. He'll learn from that. He could have passed a Simonson. Once again, um, just some combinations with Bailey that just may not have been there for the flick out the back, but that'll come. And that was a whisker between us winning and losing. But Jared's play this year has been exemplary. Um, you know, he, he may have missed a tackle here or there with Gagai, but he certainly made up and probably was even Stevens with Gagai, who is a Queensland and Australian rep. So Jared can really match it with these guys this year, and he's really improved a lot of his little areas of his game. Number 10, I've gone for Havili. Massive off the bench again. Couple of weeks now, he's just had a, been prone to a couple of errors. A drop ball here against the Roosters, one again on the weekend. Uh, so he's just got to try and temper those errors for himself, which affects the team. 
the error against the Roosers and the error against Souths were in our half. So it just puts us under a lot more of intense pressure. And they've just been quite noticeable. They're just cold drops. He's looking at the defence coming before he's got the ball in his hand. The guy's big enough. He's not going to get smashed by a blind defender coming in unexpectedly. Uh, they're not going to get a big hit on him because he's just so nuggety. So he's just got to make sure he wraps that ball up. But once again off the bench, brilliant game, taking three or four defenders with him. I'd like to see him get the dummy half now and then to take some pressure off Hodjo, just to have a, a barnstorming run, let Hodjo float around first receiver if he wants to. But we've got a really good luxury there of having a rep, hook, a rep hooker in Havili that can do some damage with his running game from dummy half. Um, it may not happen with Josh on the field at the same time, but just to throw things up, round, up, up now and then, it could be a worthwhile consideration. So Raiders fans, that's it for this week. As I said, sorry I'm a little bit late. I'll be back on Friday for my Cows preview of round 11 uh, and looking forward to your support. As always, on my Facebook page at Berkey's Top 10 on Twitter, my YouTube channel's up and running, so just type in on the search bar, Berkey's Top 10. All this year's reviews and previews and post-match will be there, as well as all your uh, podcast handles, um, Spotify, Apple Play, uh, Google Play, all the big podcasts are there as well. So guys, as always, bleed green, and this is Berkey out.